This is JFM Podcast. to produce refined products from PH Refinery next year. I would have to say good news to that and uh, uh, that is the alarm ringing for employment. We hope to see a lot of Nigerians getting absorbed uh, into uh, NMPC at this time when the refinery kicks off. And uh, it is a very bold statement as well to make NMPC to produce refined products from PH Refinery next year. Uh, the Nigerian Petroleum Corporation, NMPC, has said that the Port Harcourt Refinery currently undergoing a $1.5 billion rehabilitation spree will start delivery of refined products by September 2022. This followed the official signing of contracts by the NMPC with Technimunt SPA in the Q1 of this year to rehabilitate the refinery. And NMPC said that the $1.5 billion rehabilitation of the Port Harcourt Refining Company has commenced in full and part of the facility uh, will start delivering refined products by September next year. We look forward to this. We hope that the federal government can keep uh, to its word uh, this time. PDP Governors Forum to meet over state of the nation and other issues, the DG. Governors elected under the platform of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, will on Monday today uh, meet in Bauchi to deliberate on unemployment and the state of the Nigerian economy, according to a statement issued on Sunday in Abuja by the Director General, DG, uh, PDP Governors Forum, Honorable uh, CID Madwa Boom. Madwa Boom said that PDP governors would at the meeting examine and deliberate on the current state of the nation and the state of their respective states. And he did say that the, the health of Nigeria's democracy, including the Electoral Act Amendment, the Constitution Alteration Bills pending before the National Assembly, would also feature in discussions at the meeting. Uh, the meeting would continue to interrogate the federal government's response to insecurity uh, that, that is still pervading the country and proffer workable solutions. Well, uh, it's good to hear that uh, solutions will be proffered. We remember uh, not long ago when the governors of the South-South all met and also proffered solutions and a lot of reactions uh, came from the federal government concerning that meeting as well. Uh, well, we do hope that the government will continue to look into uh, these um, solutions that will be proffered and perhaps, you know, make use of them sometime soon. 2023, familiar, the familiar as unknown. Hmm. Uh, who is putting and lending his voice to this? You can find uh, this uh, by Dakuku Peter's side. Of course, forecasts, premonitions, dreams or revelations uh, concerning 
2023. And to this day newspaper now, Okonjo Iwela decries low rate of COVID-19 vaccination in Nigeria. And of course, the cases are also rising. So do not forget as you're about your duties this Monday morning. Please, your face mask, your hand sanitizer, some space. And if you do not need to go out to interact with the world, please stay at home. Senate directs AGF to recover 76 billion naira illegal loans given to INEC. Hmm. And also on insurgency, will a 29 Super Tokano fighter jets change the game? That is a question we're asking. And some good news here. Bandits released 28 abducted students of Kaduna School. Uh, Bakari also condemns clampdown on Kanu Igboho tackles unnamed FG officials. Well, really glad uh, to see the students back home at this time. And of course, there is still quite a number out there that are yet to be released. I mean, school and education has been threatened so much in the North. Uh, that, that is, I suppose it's for that same reason that uh, Bakari is here condemning the clampdown on Kanu and Iboho uh, because many people feel at this time, many Nigerians are crying concerning security. Uh, many Nigerians feel like uh, it's probably insecurity that is leading uh, to the agitations that we see threatening to tear the fabric of the unity of Nigeria. Now let's get into our discuss for the day. This morning, we'll be taking a look at some issues that have made the rounds uh, this weekend. The Lagos State Council polls, uh, the uh, Ogun State Council polls, and the election and the process of leadership recruitment. And we've seen also the court orders DSS to produce 12 aides of Sunday Igboho and the Yoruba activists file petitions against the federal government. Uh, what does all of this mean? But let's start, first of all, uh, with what uh, Pastor Paul Adefarasin said not long ago. Uh, he came out. Uh, on the pulpits to say that is a senior pastor of House on the Rock Church, Pastor Paul Ade Farasin. Uh, he described the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, as a fraud. Uh, the clergyman disclosed this during a sermon in his church. And the cleric also noted that numbers obtained during census and elections in the country are all lies, he says. Adifarasin also described Lord Lugard, who amalgamated the northern and southern regions, as a devil's incarnate. He said, in quotes, you have got to go into politics and government deliberately. By the way, if we don't fix this Nigeria's problem, by that I mean independent National Electoral Commission. I am saying it plainly. Put me in trouble if you like. INEC is a fraud. Numbers in Nigeria, as far as census is concerned, as far as election is concerned, are a lie. Now let's hear from Pastor Paul Adifarasin. Don't fix some of Nigeria's problems today. That is this INEC problem. I've said plainly, INEC, put me in trouble if you like. It is a fraud. The numbers in Nigeria, as far as census are concerned, and as far as election is concerned, are a lie. And if nobody will speak up about it, the righteous should speak. And our righteousness is not of ourselves. It is of him, and he will protect. Hallelujah. It is important. It is skewed now so that where the numbers are, are not properly reflected in our voting. This is the only country in West Africa where you move from the ocean to the desert and the numbers decrease, or rather they increase. The only country, it's the only country in the world where you move from a large body of water to little or no water and the numbers increase. It was not Nigerians that started it. It was the parents of Nigeria who were not good parents. They were not good parents. The, the man, Lord Lugard, was a, a devil 
incarnate and what he did to this country we are suffering it many years later and it's time that we must tell the truth i have that sword in my office the sword of lord lord the, the what's his name lord of Loxley, robin hood why because part of my job is to make sure that the wealth of nigeria is redistributed with an evenness how do you do it not by giving the poor ice and oil Thank you for staying with us. And you just heard the voice of Pastor Paul Adefarasin and uh, what he had to say concerning uh, elections in Nigeria, concerning Lord Lugard, uh, who he called the devil's advocate. But many would also ask, how about the leaders of today or the leaders that we've had uh, in the past uh, who are not imperialists, uh, but, you know, have been unable to solve our issues, our problems, uh, political activism from the pulpit? Uh, well, what can the righteous do? Well, here uh, we heard from Pastor Paul Adefaras in Lord Lugard. Uh, some would say, did the dirty walk. He was an agent of the imperialists. Uh, he, well, he died in 1945, and today it's 2021. Uh, should we continue uh, to throw the blame at Lord Lugard on census? Well, they say census uh, in Nigeria has always been a problem, and uh, we don't know how many we are, as it turns out. We're still using the United Nations estimate, uh, but the United Nations recommendation is that census should be conducted every 10 years and we've been unable to do that we just hear about plans and uh, we hear about money is being pumped towards that uh, project but it never really comes uh, to manifest uh, the, the population crisis indeed is a major issue in Nigeria and uh, talking about INEC now there are many Nigerians that believe that INEC to some would say is a fraud the independence uh, its structure and the way elections are conducted uh, yet uh, many are expecting INEC to speak out uh, you know to raise their voice and say something especially as we've been looking at um, the amendment bill uh, that has been causing so many reactions across board and of course J101.9 FM has been uh, on that matter making sure we bring you good information to help you make better informed decisions. Now uh, just not long ago we saw uh, the Lagos uh, State uh, Council elections and what came of it and also the Ogun local government uh, polls where the All Progressive Congress has won all 20 chairmanship seats in local government elections held in Ogun State which was on Saturday. Hmm. Uh, the chairman of the State Independent Electoral Commission, Baba Tunde Osimbodu, declared the results on Sunday afternoon at the commission's headquarters in Abiyokuta. Osimbodu said that the candidates from the 20 local governments were declared winners, having complied with the requirements of the law. But then let's take a let's uh, let's uh, let's assess what Pastor uh, Paul Adifarasin had to say. And we have in the studio this morning. And we have with us Mr. Nabugu Chizoba from the Center for Dialogue and Enabling Environment for Sustainability Advocacy, SIDESA. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, our listener. And Mr. Nantok Dashwar, he's a lawyer. Thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, listeners. Good morning to you. So what do you make uh, of uh, what Pastor Paul Adifarasin said? And then when we look at uh, just the just concluded uh, elections, local government elections right there uh, in uh, Lagos and Ogun State. Uh, we say elections of local government have come and they've gone, but of course not without stories, not without reactions uh, coming from that. And we know how important local government elections are because they are pertinent to local government administration. Uh, let's start with you, Mr. Nabugu Chizoba. Um, um, Zoe, thank you. Um, from what the pastor said, I think there is sense in it. 
But my only to Grazier is the tone of voice when he was talking about the man that died many years ago. And when it has to do with the issues that should be facing us, we tend to lower our voice. We tend to have less energy. And the reason is very simple. The likelihood that the dead man cannot do me anything, but with what is happening now, anything uh, I say might hurt somebody, and at the end of the day, there might be a hunt for us. If 40-something years ago that a man died, the census that we are using now was not conducted by the same man. If we are sensible enough we, and had um, done what is better, and now we are comparing it, it will be easy for us to say, well, when this man did it, see the effect and see what we did now and see the benefits we are having. If we are still the same person after 19-something that the man died, do we really have right to point at the same man and say he didn't do well? All I picked from that is the fact that he is trying to establish that there is need for a change in form of restructuring so that real things can be done and we capture things the way they are. Without that, that we will continue to go in the way and manner we are going. Um, that is, to me, uh, something that has to do with the election. But what has to do with what is happening now must be of interest of everybody. Insecurity is ravaging the nation. Many people are dying on daily basis. Kidnapping has been like waking up and children are going to school. The way you hear people have gone to school, they will come back in the evening. That is what kidnapping and all activities that goes with this looks. This morning, we will hear these people have uh, been returned. Tomorrow, maybe before this evening, uh, children of another school would have been kidnapped. As if we are talking of people going for a conference and coming back. Mm -hmm. And the way these things are done is becoming established that kidnapping and uh, what they call banditry and all the rest of them no longer makes sense. If people were kidnapped, you saw the direction they go. I have never seen our military or all the uh, law enforcement agents go into that area and say they stayed two days, three days because they want to hunt people down. Once they say they've gone, then announcement is made to Nigerians. That is all. One day we will hear a certain number has been released. This is not good for our nation. And the all well-meaning citizens must lend their voice to the fact that what we are seeing is not right. It cannot take us anywhere. Hunger, unemployment, and all other things that are not expected of a citizen with large capacity of people, uh, of citizens with huge capacity, a lot of mineral resources untapped, even the ones that are tapped are not being effectively utilized. This is not acceptable. This is not what any government should give to its citizen. This is not what citizens expect. Their life must improve. We are, should be better than citizens of other nations. Mm. Well, talking about insecurity and then the elections, I bet uh, many Nigerians at this time feel the only way they could change uh, the government or to bring about some kind of change is by voting, is by bringing, you know, a new government. So uh, elections and, uh, you know, has to be top on the list. The amendments uh, has to be top on the list. So um, local governments, they say, were designed with the purpose of creating order uh, in ways that serve the general public democratically. And, um, well, what is our general attitude, uh, Barrister Nantok, when we look at sub-national governance as we assess the exercise just concluded in Lagos on Ogun, of course, largely superintended by the chief executives of the states? Uh, you know, where is the place of the citizen participation? Because uh, we've seen um, the, 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 the low turnout, as they say, uh, in most um, 
local governments right there. Lagos local government poll, no level playing field in elections, says YPP. Uh, that is the party that said they didn't have their name uh, on the form. And when they went to complain, uh, their, their representative was actually locked up. Uh, we heard the police commissioner yesterday explaining why he was locked up. The Young Progressive Party has said that there was no pl level playing field in the just concluded local government elections in Lagos State. The president of YPP, Tomiwa Aladekomo, said this on Sunday while addressing journalists on the irregularities they observed in the Saturday election in the state. And... Um, He's also saying that some of the supporters of the party were disenfranchised because polling units were moved to intimidating places such as the Palace of Oba of Elegushi at Leki Ikate. Thousands of Lagosians on Saturday voted representatives for councillorship and local government chairmanship positions across all the 20 local governments and the 37 LCDAs in the state. But the election was marred by low turnout of voters. Had the ruling party, the all progressive Congress uh, win several seats there and we saw in Ogun State they actually swept all the seats uh, in Ogun State so is that uh, you know the electorate speaking and then we know that here on the plateau we're expecting our local government elections I believe sometime in October yeah. and uh, we have to look at all of these issues to see where we can begin to learn and also be careful uh, for our own selves before that day comes so what do you make uh, when you assess the exercise that just took place well, <clears throat> unfortunately, what happened in uh, Lagos and Ogun are not strange in Nigeria. Uh, usually, the practice in Nigeria is you find that somehow the ruling party in the state usually sweeps all, almost all the local government in almost every local government election. Uh, it's 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 unfortunate. It's unlikely that that is the voice of the of the electorate. But uh, uh, so far, I don't know. Um, the governors are so powerful; it is almost impossible to 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 win elections if you are uh, an opposition in the state and uh, uh it is the, well the courts are there especially for cases where like the y, ypp i think mm. that complained about the fact that their 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 party was excluded from the ballot paper that's that's a valid ground for for election petitions i'm sure that the state is going to have an election a local government election petitions tribunal that will handle things like that and uh, the, 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 we, the, the system is not perfect. It, we, we still have to keep crawling and crawling until we get to where we can uh, walk, then run before flying. So, so far, it's, it's taking so long to crawl. Uh, the local government system is not perfect, but I think uh, what happened in Nuguna, Lagos is not strange. What happened is not strange. Well, Yaga Africa also lamented the abysmal uh, low voter turnout. What do you think could be the reason, uh, Mr. Nabugu, for the low voter turnout that we see? Well, uh, the reason is not far-fetched. Uh, Nigerians don't have uh, confidence in the process of election, and uh, many are of the view that why go out there when you are certain that your vote will not count? Instances are bound where people have gone to vote and come back with injuries. At the end of the day, it's the same thing that happens. But again, this brings to question the role of uh, opposition parties. Mm. It is not just enough to say that when an election is conducted, the ruling party uh, takes all. If you also look at the activities of uh, opposition parties, it's as if they are not on ground. You only hear them when there is anything a government have done wrong than, than the issue statement. Part of the core duties of a political party is also to orient, uh, reorient the electorate put machinery in motion that shows that you are preparing people who are willing, who are capable 
of making a statement in a format that anybody that follows it will know that there is a fight. This uh, doesn't seem to be the, uh, the thing we see of the uh, opposition parties. And as we are seeing lately, it's like the opposition parties are not doing this because they know that at any point that their bread is butter, they can migrate to the other, other party. We are seeing people we thought in the past who have nothing to do with a certain government. When the time comes, they begin to jump ships. If this is what is happening, I can also feel that many of them are weakening the opposition parties, knowing that ahead there is something that will uh, favor them. Rather than now looking at the ruling parties, Nigerians must uh, call on the opposition parties to do what they are supposed to do. And if they are not doing it, let them be removed, let them be deregistered so that Nigerians will know there's no political party. For example, the YPP, yes, I'm not trying to preempt anything, but from what we know, it doesn't look like a party that will make serious impact in the election of a Lagos State. I would have expected that they join hand with other parties to really see that the electorate were properly mobilized for election purposes. This is not what we are seeing. Opposition parties should learn to know that in some places they can come together. For example, there's a particular local government here. I know I am weak in this area. My um, members are not. Let's give you support here. In this area, you give us support. When you see that kind of move coming out, this is a time that I am very certain that whatever happens when they go to court, because there will be massive evidence, there will be uniformity of argument, there will be interest centered at achieving what Nigerians or Lagosians would look at and say, yes, this is a move. And if anything contrary happens, even the ruling party will see that there is a heavy impact. Maybe the next time there will be a change in the way that uh, such processes are done. But this is not what we are seeing, meaning that the same thing will continue to uh, happen while Nigerians continue to be disenchanted. And it is very d uh, dangerous because if it continues, we are going to get to a point where you might not even see more than 5,000 people coming to vote, hmm. which is even more dangerous for all of us. Mr. Nantok, you're a lawyer. So what, what is the implication of non-participation, you know, in elections? Like for a political party? For electorates? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's very dangerous. And for the political party too. It's very dangerous that uh, voter party is becoming the order of the day, especially in elections like local government, because there's almost no hope that, hmm. uh, that actually there's going to be fair play. And, uh, you know, the, the more the more electorates refuse to come and vote, the easier it is to rig elections and the easier it is to impose candidates. So the electorates need to be aware. And the opposition are not doing as much as they should be doing because the opposition needs to mobilize. The, 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 usually it is, it is to the favor of the ruling party that electorates do not come out to vote. But if the opposition party understand that, the opposition party should mobilize, the parties should mobilize and ensure that the voters come out to vote. And they vote in the direction where they want to vote. So, but it's unfortunate uh, that that voter party is taking the day, and it is not it will not go well for our democracy. For a political party, a political party who is qualified and as is duly registered with INEC, ought to I mean uh, behave like a political party. You are a political political group, so you must. And in most cases, these small parties are opposition parties. So you must be able to mobilize and give people reasons why you, they should be, they should support you. And uh, if as a, and any time when you are qualified and you present a candidate for an election, and that election, I mean in that uh, in that election you are excluded from participating in that election, I think as a lawyer, uh, and I think I'm a little experienced in election petition. 
it is the easiest ground of petition to prove in an election petition tribunal where a party presents a candidate and, and either INEC or uh, the state uh, electoral uh, commission fails to, to feature that candidate or the party in the election. It is a very easy ground to succeed in an election petition tribunal. Mm. Okay. Um, I think um, I, I key into what you are saying, but also when anybody registers in any particular platform, there are objectives that you are supposed to be performing. I think we are getting to a time where the objectives should be monitored. For any party that is not doing it, maybe in our laws, mm. it should be inscribed that for the reason that you are not doing so-so and so that you are supposed to do before election date, you are not supposed to contest in that election. Because if there is no duty, there must be benefits that people are getting by just keeping those parties. And some of these things are also inimical to the society. Once such things are done, it obviously means that inadvertently we are promoting what should not be because it's benefiting some individuals. It's also possible that the ruling parties are keeping these parties uh, at abeyance, keeping them so that when uh, something happens, they come to play a particular role. If this is happening, it also means that resources indirectly are going um, into their own posts that are not for the benefit of the masses. So they should be monitored what they are supposed to do. If they are not doing it, there should be a way of sanctioning them so that they will not continue to do those things that they are doing. Mm. The, the, if, you, if you observe, the, uh, not quite long ago, I think last, before the, before the 2019 elections, I like the registered over 40 mm. political parties. And it became a matter of litigation. Uh, the last I had, the Supreme Court upheld next power to the registered parties. And these laws are not non-existent. We have laws that regulate political parties. INEC has been given the power, the saddled the power by the Electoral Act to monitor and supervise electoral, uh, I mean, political parties, their primaries, their congresses, their activities, and all of that. So, if INEC is failing to do that, it is not, it is not, it's not because there are no sufficient laws. There are laws that empower INEC to monitor political parties, to check what they are doing at any time. The political parties go out out of the lane or out of their constitution. INEC can can sanction. And when a political party goes moribund, you are no longer functional. INEC is empowered by what the Supreme Court has said most recently. They are empowered to the register political parties. Despite the, of you, you, you may have a right to associate, but if you associate as a political party and you do not meet certain criteria or certain conditions are set by INEC, INEC can deregister you. Hmm. All right. Well, let's hear from Tunde Balogun, and uh, he is the APC uh, chairman, Lagos State. What he had to say concerning uh, the swooping win of the seats in Lagos State. Stay tuned. The exercise largely has been peaceful, free, fair, and transparent. There have been almost no incidents <laughs> that uh, have been reported, apart from the fact that everything went freely. The day was even good. Nature was good. It was a sunny day. Everybody was able to go to their various stations, and then all those who came out were able to to vote, they cast their votes, and um, uh, of course, La Cienc must be commended for putting up, putting in place a very smooth arrangement for good conduct of election. It was good, it was free, it was uh, also credible. First of all, I must say that uh, the results of the election have been very exciting to me. It's been rewarding for our hard work in galvanizing and mobilizing people to come and vote. It has also 
been something that uh, had made me proud. This is one of my big moments in politics. We won all the chairmanship seats in the 20 local government and the 37 LCDAs. Of course, you must know that uh, there has not been a real formidable opposition from the other parties. We want the opposition to brace up, try to fight harder so that they can meet us and fight us on a level playing ground. We want them to be more, uh, 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 I want, we want them to really meet us and fight elections the way it should be fought. Of course, we are putting a lot of arrangements. We have been able to do things and they should be done. We organize rallies, we mobilize our people, we galvanize them, and we were ready for election. We don't do things halfway. We, 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 we take everything as it comes, and we are, we, we, I must say, we work assiduously for all this achievement we have today. Yeah, so that was uh, Tunde Balogun, the APC chairman, Lagos State. And uh, you heard all he said, formidable opposition. They worked hard to get, uh, you know, to where uh, they are. So is this the reward of hard work or is this a big moment uh, also for the APC in Lagos State? Is opposition viable? Well, there are also allegations involved. And uh, let's hear what uh, Olumide Thompson uh, who is the PDP chairmanship candidate in Etiosa, had to say concerning the same election. July 24th, 2021 was the day of two tales. We experienced the absolute worst Nigeria had to offer. At the same time, we saw the best of Nigeria. We experienced a situation in which people like me, young people, came out the hope and the audacity to stand for a better Nigeria, but we were faced with intimidation, thuggery, and the likes. I couldn't quite hear what Mr. Balogun had to say. I was hoping to hear that so I could then respond accordingly. But it was definitely not a free and fair election. That much I know and that much I've been seeing. I, for instance, in a few polling units in Eru Victoria Island, the election process or electoral process states that counting will be, held at the, uh, counting will be done at the polling units and then move to the coalition center before it's moved to the um, final coalition center, should we say. In my situation, it went straight from the polling units without being counted to the local government council. On arrival at the council, we were told we could not go in. Those that finally got in were chased out. Even me as the local government chairman candidate, my coalition officer was not allowed into the council. So as I speak to you today, we hear that our candidate of the APC has been declared the winner. But I can't tell you what my results are officially. I don't know what they are, but they say she's been declared the winner. Voter participation in these elections is abysmally low, as citizens showed lack of interest in the process. This presents a disturbing trend in a state like Lagos with 6,570,291 registered voters and imposes a major challenge to the practice of democracy in the state and in Nigeria at large. Reports from Badagri, Etiosa, Ikorodu, Kosofe, and Lagos Island LGA Results Coalition Centers revealed that the official results were either partially announced 
or not announced. Last year, officials in Lagos Island Coalition Center did not conduct the results coalition. Yaga Africa calls on LASIEC to investigate reports of electoral fraud and malpractices, especially perpetrated by the officials, and ensure disciplinary actions are duly taken. The electoral law should be reviewed to introduce a system of review of results declared by the returning officers which were not declared voluntarily or which were not declared in accordance with the electoral law and guidelines. Yaga Africa calls on the National Assembly to, as a matter of urgency, pass the bill amending the Constitution to guarantee local government autonomy and independence. Thank you for staying with us. Yes, you just heard, uh, first of all, from Illumide Thompson, the PDP chairmanship candidate, Etiosa, and also from Yaga Africa, their program's director, uh, that is Cynthia Mbamalu, and also a member of Yaga Africa spoke uh, concerning the elections. So um, let's hear from you this morning, 90 places, 99 and 90 what can we do? How can we make local government elections better? It's about you and I. It's about uh, the third tier of government closest to the people. Hello and good morning. Good morning, my dear presenter. Good to have you by on the program. By the voice you shall know them. I'm Saloki from Bukuloko, the voice of the masses. Welcome, Saloki. Let's talk. Yeah, please. I permit me to say good morning and happy day for my friend, who is our guest today, Chiyujuba. Good morning, my friend. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, I must be honest with you. See, you can see the turn up of the election in Lagos. That speaks a very big language. That one, the, uh, the election is not getting tried. Nigeria are fed up that their vote is not being counted. That's just the problem. Somebody will go and stand in the sun from morning to evening. They will tell you, say, a wrong person won the election. How do you feel to go to that election? Are you getting my point? We are not getting it right. I must be strong. I must be honest with you. So how can we make now, it better? We have letter B for them to approve electronic system of voting and a transmission. The same as assembly. Because of their personal interest, they refuse. So they will keep on carrying bus. In the world, most of the whole world now in the world, why are you simply carrying bus? Carrying paper. If you have uh, they were a, a clean and clear election, I'm telling you, my brother, nobody will vote. People have been disenchanted. People have been denied of the election. That is what we have in this country. Until the government is in this room, they will not get the election correct in this country. I'm disappointed. And that's why today we have bad governance. Because it is bad election that produces bad governance. And bad, go bad governance produces bad government that are seen today. How can you have government, a government that is a country that has good lawyers? Thank you, Sir Lucky. We appreciate your input this morning. 09098848848 and also 09055614 in four places nine nine. Hello and good morning. Hello. Hello, welcome. Hello. Hello, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Hello. Can you hear me? Zero nine zero five five six in four places nine nine zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Yes, I know the weather can uh, affect the phone lines at this time, but keep trying. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. This is Jude Sats. Jude Sats from Unity. God bless you, my sister. Please go right ahead. 
Yeah, the network uh, isn't helping, but keep trying, 090. Don't forget, you can also find us on facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws. Well, uh, the widespread apathy, largely due to perceived weakness of the opposition parties. Uh, many voters were uninterested in the voting process, saying the outcome of the election is already known. What is your take on all of this and how can we make local government elections better in the country? Zero nine zero five five six in four places nine nine zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws. Hello and good morning. Hello, good morning. Welcome. Yes, my name is Wailang. I'm calling you from Buguru. Your name is Wailang. 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 Okay, welcome, Wailang. Let's talk. Yes, I want to talk about the issue of the election. You know, in Nigeria, you know, in Nigeria, um, what we are witnessing is not a new thing. That was what um, PDP used to do. But um, what we are saying is that um, PDP uh, should have, you know, do a different thing to suit their slogans of change. Because if you go out there to vote, you want to see the result. But you seem the, 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 the election in Nigeria is a different, is a different issue. You vote a different person. And another different person will be announced as somebody you have voted for. And it discourages the voters from going out there to vote for who they want to vote for. We are, we are just, I want to appeal to them to change the way of doing things in this country. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Gwailang. And the numbers 90 in four places, 9909098848848. Let's talk. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, this is Pastor Eric. I'm calling from Refi. Thank you for calling, Pastor Eric. Let's talk. Yes. It, it, when when election happened and one particular party changed the whole seat, mm. the truth is that a lot of negativities had gone in that particular election. How many local governments are in Lagos? How many local governments are in Ogun State? Let me tell you, this system of exploitation that the political class of Nigeria is using to deal with the people of these citizens not to enjoy mandate of bringing those who will represent them or serve them in the offices is a very serious problem to our society. The solution, like others will say, is electronic voting. If the local government today has not started using such methods, there is a problem. The, 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 the Nigerian citizens are the ones to yearn for this. Look at in Lagos, a particular party logo is not found in the ballot. And when it was being said, the man was arrested. He went to the to report for the issue. He was arrested. Because in this part of the world, in this country, evil tribe, justice has not been given to the people who demand for justice. What Nigerian leaders are doing to Nigerian is not healthy to the citizens of this country. 
Thank you so much, Pastor Eric. Thank you. I have to cut you short and uh, let's move on. So um, some, ish, some, some, some major things, formidable opposition, electronic voting, local government autonomy. Um, Barrister Nantok, let's talk about these issues, formidable opposition. Uh, did, did we not see that electronic voting, while well, we're still clamoring for that, local government autonomy, how important would all of this have been, uh, you know, if they were in place to an extent? I don't think the, <clears throat> the local government autonomy issue would have helped in any way mm. uh, because the local government would not be responsible to conduct their own elections in, the, in any case. So even if the, the local, if, and to the best of my knowledge, uh, the local governments currently have been substantially autonomous, especially in Plateau State. I'm not so sure, but I think uh, from some quarters, uh, they get their funding directly from the federation account, I believe. And if that is so, it will not help in, in the matter of elections. Elections are conducted by, uh, by an agency created by the Plateau State House of Assembly through the Plateau State, uh, uh, a law called uh, Plateau, State Independent, Plateau State Independent Electoral Commission's Law. So, and, and that agency is created, the appointment of the leadership of the agency is done by the governor of the state. Hmm. So, in most cases, these are pe the people who appoint calls the shots. So uh, I don't think that local government autonomy would have assisted in any way. Uh, the uh, opposition, the solution is for opposition to be stronger. Um, sometimes we may, if you look at Lagos, I think Lagos is a little peculiar because if you check since Tinibu's era, Lagos has never been in the PDP. And the PDP has always, I mean, it's always, the, I mean, it's the biggest opposition so far in Nigeria. Mm. So if anybody was going to challenge APC in Lagos, it's going to be PDP. And so far, PDP has never succeeded in Lagos. So uh, it is too, I mean, it, let's not just brush it with a single brush mm. to say that ah, that was not a reflection of the, the voters' uh, decision. Because PDP, uh, Lagos has mostly always been APC or other opposition parties and uh, not except except the PDP. Hmm. So 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 that's uh, something to yeah, look out yes, for. Yes. Okay. So, but then we know our elections, like we've noted, are coming up in October, and we've heard even the governor of the state at some point say that you know the APC is going to sweep all the seats. So, with what we've seen in Lagos now, if this happens on the plateau, I bet we shouldn't bat an eyelid. In plateau, it's a little uh, <clears throat> it's a little peculiar because I think uh, the best I know, uh, there are there is litigation in court. Uh, the PDP is in court challenging certain uh, decisions of PLASEC. So it, I won't want to go into it because it's pending before courts. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, but I think that it's, there, so there's, there, are, there are challenges that the PDP are facing apart from the, uh, apart from the election itself. Okay. All right, Mr. Chizoba. Okay. Um, I will pick uh, specifically from the statements made by the APC chairman in Lagos. It is very obvious that we are not having people of integrity saddle certain positions. When a party is in power and you are witnessing a party, as a leader, you should also look at the other side. Why is it that people are not coming out? If my claim that we are giving them what they want, and this is a time for them to come up and give their support, to demonstrate that we are giving them what they want and you are not seeing anybody. If we have people who really want to impact the society, yes, you have won. But it does not also take away the fact that you can allude to the fact that this election has shown that our claim does not show or prove what we are giving out. And then from there, you make certain statements that will assure the people 
so that after this election, there is something they look out for to see if there will be improvement. To just feel that you are in power, it's like I didn't go for any exam. I didn't participate in an exam, and all of a sudden, result is posted, and I have all my results. <laughs> a, 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 and I am shouting it to the hearing of everybody. If I have integrity, something should prick my mind that, look, I wasn't here. I didn't do anything. You played a football match. You saw that the referee was busy awarding uh, unnecessary penalty kicks, and at the end of the day, you win. If you are really a footballer who wants to rise, it will prick your mind. Today, it favored you. Another day, I might put in my best and this is what I will see. And if you are really somebody who wanted to make a statement in the arena of football, such a thing should worry you. And talking of uh, whether um, local government election, I mean, autonomy will do much with what he has said. Of course, it is even giving more power to the governors. Uh, but again, because the local government would be independent of the governor, you will have certain people who, for one reason or the other, are not in tandem with the actions of the governor, who are likely to demonstrate uh, things that, knowing that they are not under the control of the governor, it will not deny them of resources. Those of them who are performing, who is not seeing the benefits coming from the state. And who knows that if we continue this way, I might not come back from my local government, begin to uh, make move. Uh, local government autonomy in the long run will change a lot of things. But if it happens now in the immediate, we might not see anything. But moving forward, there's going to be huge changes coming from the local government. Mm. All right, now let's move to another issue we need to chew on this morning. Igbo hold the court orders DSS to produce 12 detained Yoruba activists uh, July 29. The Federal High Court sitting in Abuja on Friday ordered the Department of State Services DSS to produce before it the 12 persons that were arrested at the residence of the Yoruba freedom fighter Sunday Adeye, more popularly known as Sunday Igboho. The court in a ruling that was delivered by Justice Obiora Egwatu ordered that the arrested persons have who have been in the since July 2 should be produced before it on July 29 that is next uh, this week Thursday Justice Egutu said the order for their production was to enable the court to determine the circumstances surrounding their arrest and for the DSS to show cause why they should not be released on bail either conditionally or unconditionally now Mr. Nantok Dashwari you're a lawyer so what are you reading uh, you know of the recent pronouncement of the court asking for the 12 aides of Sunday Boho Yes, uh, I think that, 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 that is what the court should be doing, uh, dispensing justice. Uh, I'm sure that uh, these 12 people uh, engaged the lawyer who applied to the court for them to be produced. Um, if you are, if, as, as anybody who has been uh, accused of committing an offense and is arrested, the constitution is clear. That person should be arraigned in court within 24 hours or 48 hours, depending on the distance between his place of detention and nearest court. Hmm. So... In this case, these people have been detained for about three weeks or two weeks now mm. uh, since the arrest, and no one has been heard of any charge. No charge has been filed against them. So naturally, the court, I think, is, uh, is, is ordering the DSS to produce them in court to give reasons why they should continue to be in detention if there is no charge filed against them. So I think uh, the court is right, and that is, the, that is, that is rule of law. All right. Now, um, okay, you wanted to say something. Yeah, just like he has uh, said, uh, the court is doing what it should do, and uh, it is worrisome that uh, people were arrested and you are keeping them for this long without bringing them before the court. Now, I guess um, their lawyers would have uh, taken some steps, which I know would not come easy. 
Because if anybody who is accusing you is not willing to bring you to court, when somebody is coming for you to be brought to the court, you can imagine the challenges. It's good that things are happening this way so that when they appear in court, we will hear arguments for and against. It is a lesson not only for the people going to court, but for the growing citizens. A lot of people are in the secondary school today hearing what is going on in the country. And I can tell you that some are forming ally in favor of Iboho. If things are not done in the open, the ones that we don't know what is going on in their mind, when they come up tomorrow, it might be more dangerous to the society. Let these things come. In fact, the way this matter is, if there is a way of order, when the matter is in court, it should be life. So that the arguments will be heard on all sides. When these matters are off, people can now argue and discuss on their own based on the facts that the lawyers and everybody who is involved in that matter has brought to the public. What we have been reading all along are things in the media that these people were not talking to us because one way or the other they were hiding. Now that they have opportunity for, uh, to speak to Nigerians, for their lawyers to speak to Nigerians directly and somebody cross-examine them, I think it is something that should be done in the open so that Nigerians know those who are against Iboho will know the areas that they have wronged. Those who are in favor of him will know the areas they have gone wrong. And when things are done this way, you begin to produce a society where people are better. All right. Now, also, we've seen the ICC uh, acknowledges petition by Yoruba self-determination groups against the federal government. The Yoruba self-determination group, the Ilana Omodua, led by Professor Banji Akintoye, said the International Criminal Court, ICC, had on Tuesday formally acknowledged receipt of the 27-page petition it filed along with Yoruba activist Sunday Boho and other 49 successionist organizations against President Muhammadu Buhari, the Minister Minister of Justice and the Attorney General of the Federation, Abubu Karmalami San, former Chief of Army Staff, Tukur Buratai, and former Inspectors General of Police, Ibrahim Idris and Mohamed Adamu. Well, um, what do we make of this? How far uh, can this go? And I mean, there are, there are accusations of genocide even, uh, you know, in the Southwest. Uh, well, let's hope that they have proofs for that. that that's basically the issue. Uh, the issue is the issue, is issue of proof. Uh, Nigeria is a signatory to the treaty that created the ICC. So the, the, the ICC has jurisdiction over these kind of issues, including uh, in Nigeria. So if there's a petition from Nigeria, the ICC is going to entertain it. If you have uh, evidence, then you produce your evidence. Uh, if you say there was genocide, you produce the evidence mm -hmm. in court. Nigeria, all these people that you listed as part of the as people who have been petitioned against are going to represent themselves in court. And uh, if if I mean they they would demand for evidence. And if there's no evidence, the petition will be thrown out. If there's evidence, then these people will be held accountable. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that a professor is involved in an issue like that. For me, a statement is already made telling people that when you feel angry about a team, this is a step to take. Um, when some of these agitations are led by people that you cannot say they have made real impact in the society, it gives the impression that the only people who speak in matters like this are people who can carry gun are people who can stay and kill. When a professor comes and articulates ideas, and I'm also interested about the number of pages, he tells anybody who wants to act in the way of the professor. It's not just about picking two pages. You must also be able to work hard so that you can establish facts. For now, these are the facts as adduced by the team. By the time the ICC begins to look at them, we will see those of them that merit it. If they don't merit it for any 
um, right-thinking person, you will know why these issues did not make it. And it means at any point you want to do this, do it this way. It is a lesson. It is a corrective approach rather than uh, the ones we are seeing who, after some time, call their people to, to the street asking them to do one or two things that the laws are against. Mm. We've seen a person, and I think that the federal government and all the governors should give them support. It doesn't matter. For me, I don't care whether it's the West or whatever. For the fact that he's a citizen and a professor, everybody should give them support to bring out their fight. If things has gone wrong, we will correct it, and it will be for the benefit of all. The idea of treating it, it is the West, it is the North, it is the mm. East. That is the one I don't like. All a right. professor cannot step out, and we will not listen to it. Let's hear from our um, social media handle on Facebook. Moses Daniel is saying, how can the same candidate of a political, of a party occupy all the, all the chairmanship seats? What a country, what an election. Lapan is saying, I think people are tired of coming out to vote because their votes are not counting anymore. It gives the ruling party a lot of energy to manipulate election results. That's my take on this. Barnabas Uke said, I want to ask a question. Did the DSS, are they following the rule of law? Why are they keeping, why do they keep on detaining Sunday Igboho's aides without arraigning them in court for competent jurisdiction? Pam Zakaria is saying, what, you ex what will you expect from a government that is busy favoring one side uh, to say the previous government, PDP, overused its power? ABC uh, would not have been in power today. With today's government, how can we have hope and believe uh, in good gov that good governance will come to Nigeria? Dimas Balai is saying, you always blame the current administration for bad governments, such uh, as insecurity, poverty, among others, but you keep voting them. Lagos and Ogun State local government elections has vindicated at APC, despite the hardship, people still vote them in. Uh, but Albert Akaya is saying, well, it's laughable that a country that says it is practicing democracy will conduct election and a particular party will have it all. That is to say that APC won all the local governments during the 2019 general election. If not, how possible is it for them to have such a victory? This is a clear indication that our electoral system is flawed with gross irregularities and marred by interference and such practice can and is affecting our electoral system going forward. Good morning. God bless Nigeria. Wudira Johnson is saying with all this declaration of one party on the chairmanship seat, how can electronic transmission of elections be free and fair without rigging? Eric Inyam is saying the Yoruba group in the UK and diaspora have asked the government to leave Sunday Igboho alone. He is not the problem of Nigeria, but the government to address the issue of bandits, kidnapping, and other problems bedeviling the North and the country as a whole. Uh, Shamsuddin is saying, I'm not surprised that APC swept all the chairmanship seats in Lagos. APC uh, in, is, in Lagos is performing very well compared to APC in Plateau. I wonder why courts were, making, were asking for Igboho's aides again. What do they want from them? Ephraim is saying, for me, this government's uh, practicing autocracy system of government, which is one person or one group of persons rule with an unlimited power and authority without considering the wishes of the citizens. Well, thank you all so much. This is all I can take on the morning edition of the program, Let's Talk. And uh, keep a dial locked. Up next comes news top of the hour. We hope that we have given you some good information and education to help you make better informed decisions. Good morning to you. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.